Welcome to this edition of Sean and D's Good Tape, back with a brand new episode this week after after taking a week off last week. First off, how you doing, D? Hello, Bungo. Uh, yeah, it's been interesting, but uh, but I'm glad to be back doing this with you guys. It is it is nice to uh, be back doing this. I think um, we have a really great playlist this week, number one, that I think we're going to have some really good discussions on and some other new fun stuff, and uh, it'll, it'll be good. And Richie joins us again. How you doing, Richie? I'm well, guys. Uh, I'm glad to be here. How's it going? It's it's good so far. This episode fueled by Maker's Mark, Bud Light, and and a stout. You're drinking a stout, correct, Richie? I, I've switched to an IPA. So. Oh, an IPA. I was just to say okay. the colors changed in the glass. I okay. saw that. Yeah. So it's Saturday <laughs> night, and we're going to have a little fun during this episode that we don't always get to uh, to fit in as we go along. So, but I'm, I am really excited about this episode, and we've got to get to. And I teased it in the intro for the uh, for the encore episode last week, but I kind of screwed up on our last real episode, and and maybe offended maybe our top listener. I'd say she's probably our top listener, wouldn't you, D? Well, she's one of our favorites, yes. Yes, so we will we will um, hold that for si- the beginning of side B. I want to tease to that uh, just a little bit later on, but um, yeah. And she even maybe has uh, something to say about it from what you told me. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but uh, but this uh, this uh, playlist though, it's a uh, it's one that fits well. It's it fits better together than I would have thought when I very first started listening to it. And it was just uh, some fresh songs, some older songs that I hadn't heard for a while. Just just a lot of good stuff all the way around. And, and and I built the playlist, uh, and, and as we'll learn, you know, like I, I went ahead and went a little top heavy with the heavier stuff, and got to you know the more, uh, you know, since the song the my playlist was a little, uh, you know, on the downside, uh, I thought I thought we, you know, push that off to the end of this episode and, and just started off with a bang, uh, the way I looked at it, yeah. Did you think your playlist was sad? I hadn't noticed when we did that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it yeah, was actually. It was actually. In hindsight, I might have had a few things on my mind yeah. when I was coming up with that list. But uh, it was. But it was. It turned into a really good discussion, though, and that's actually one of my more favorite episodes that we've done. Not for the humor or anything like that necessarily, but just for the the overall substance of the episode. And, and oh, yes, yeah. for for songs that I never would have found on my own, it was a really good playlist. There were actually a couple of them on there that I've listened to since then. So, yeah. That's all. Awesome. Yeah. That's all. Awesome. So, that's what matters. Every little thing is like stuck in my head. It, it goes through like my head all the time. That's that, the, that's that, the, that was the exact one that I've listened to several times since then a little bit a little of bit everything. of everything yeah yep that's it yeah yeah <laughs> and it was and honestly that's why i loved the title for the episode being a little bit of everything was because it really was that episode was seriously a little bit of everything as we went along so if you haven't had a chance to listen to that one yet it was two weeks ago and and go back and download and and check it out and and playlists up on spotify and uh, if you search sean and d's good tape episode 29 on youtube there's a playlist on there too, where, you know, that's where you consume your music. And, and this episode is officially 30. I think, uh, uh, 
you know, that playlist is up there on YouTube as well. Very good. Very good. Well, let's get into it. And we've got some other stuff coming up, including some uh, some music news that's happened this week that's pretty interesting that we'll get to in just a little bit. But let's go ahead and start with a couple of songs before we get rid of that. And of, of course, we start off with Pearl Jam and D, that's you. Yeah. So this was the one I should have picked probably uh, for our 96 episode, but it's uh, I got id or as Pearl Jam fans call it, I got shit off of the uh, Merkinball EP, which was the companion to the uh, uh, Neil Young and Pearl Jam collaboration album Mirrorball that came out in 96. This song's fucking amazing. It is a really good song. The one thing that I will say about it, and I'm not surprised by this, that I did not know what the lyrics were for this song at all. As I read oh, along no. with them, I'm like, yeah, yeah. okay. I, I'm glad I finally got a chance to do this because this is one of those one of those classic Eddie Vedder songs from those early days where you don't necessarily understand what he's saying, but you certainly know that he means what it is. And, and I, I said my note on this song was that it's just that classic Pearl Jam sound. It's the the unintelligible language and that that kind of like right where the the song is at from a melody standpoint. It's just it's just kind of classic wheelhouse uh, Pearl Jam. Uh, going back to like when we Sean and you and I were discussing in the like the '90s singers, you know, and I, I put a, a Cornell and Lane Staley ahead of Eddie. Uh, this song shows off his voice so well yeah it, i mean it's just like after that show we did uh the 96 one with you Richie. <laughs> excuse me uh like I, I started listening to the song again more and it was just like oh wow this is so fucking good <laughs> like, yeah. uh, my lips are shaking my nails all bit off it's been a month since i've heard myself talk like it's it's like he was going through covid <sighs> yeah oh, sure. really? yeah. yeah it's kind of true and he, I, couldn't, he couldn't taste his nails. <laughs> Oddly enough, he could still smell them. Yeah, well, oh, man. They must have really stunk then. Well, um, <laughs> the uh, the Neil Young connection continues, though, with the fact that, uh, that this song was inspired by a Neil Young song, which I thought that was, that was a very fascinating part of the notes to me. The other thing that I didn't realize was that no, uh, other than Jack Irons, like, nobody from Pearl Jam was on this band or on the song like Neil Young played the lead guitar and Brendan O'Brien uh you know the the uh producer you know was the other our artist on that like it was just amazing to me I wonder why they called it a Pearl Jam song then and maybe it was just because of the time frame of their careers that they didn't say well, this is an Eddie Vedder song with Neil well, that, Young that, that Mirrorball uh album like Eddie Vedder only guessed it on one album but the main thing was was Neil Young grabbed uh you know, Stone and Jeff and Jack and, and, and McCready and said, you guys are an amazing band. Come with me. Let's do this. You know, and Ed, Eddie was on a couple of songs, you know, like just as backing vocals or whatever, but, but he just wanted to prove to those guys that, you know, like Eddie is not above you. Like you're this fucking good. And that's why, you know, Pearl Jam and Eddie always affectionately calls him uncle Neil, you know, because he kind of took him under his wing, you know, going back to, um, don't tell me what love can do you know the whole kurt cobain thing mm -hmm. uh, with with sammy hagar uh neil young uh god i, I didn't realize he's doing here i can't think of the name of the fucking song or the record but but he wrote an entire record you know about kurt cobain uh you know like like just like let me tell you this is not the path that you should have taken or you you know you could have done things different like neil young told pearl jam is like you don't have to say yes to everything do what the fuck you want to do mm -hmm. do what makes you feel comfortable 
in that PJ20 uh, documentary. And if you haven't watched it yet and you listen to this show, just stop what the fuck you're doing and go watch it right now because it's it's incredible. Richie, have you watched Pearl Jam 20? I have, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, because if you haven't, you need to stop what you're doing right now and go watch it and then come back. Yeah, we'll you, guys, wait. you guys will wait right here. <laughs> yeah, we'll <wait> <laughs> uh, yeah, very good song. And um, it, it's one of the better songs on this playlist. And this playlist is full of really good songs. So, you know, it's it's certainly at the top and deserved to be the first one we talked about, even though we always talk about Pearl Jam first. Uh, the, the, and then what you were referencing, Sean, was the Cinnamon Girl. Yes. Was that the melody of Pearl Jam? Yeah, no, and, and Neil Young is obviously a huge influence on Pearl Jam. And if you're a 90s music fan or a Pearl Jam fan, you realize, you, see, you know that already. See, what I did there when I started talking about it is I knew it was Cinnamon Girl when I said it, but I was trying to set you up to then pick up right from there and say, oh, yes, the song Cinnamon Girl from 1969. And it took you a few minutes, but you finally got there. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> look at us. Look at us working together. We're cl- you know, a couple weeks off. Team fire. to click. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like you should have a Darius like uh like fat head on your wall behind you. So oh. so one oh, thing hold on, hold on. Oh yeah, go hold ahead. Hold on. No, he brought it up. So so he said to me yesterday, he's like, You play guitar, don't you? And I said, No, I wish I did, but I didn't. It's like, why do you think I look like I play guitar? He's like, Yeah, I do. Or yeah, you do. And uh I was like, is it because you think I'm the kind of asshole that would just grab a guitar at a party and just start playing songs? You know, like, hey, everybody, look at me. I'm playing guitar. <laughs> the center of attention. He was like, yeah, and just started laughing. Like, All right, fuck off. Say, <laughs> Darius, that is not fire. Not, is not fire. fire. It's trash. Darius is going to be a term like Karen here before this This is all over <laughs> with on the show. <laughs> uh, the, other, the other one, the other line that I, I want to say, uh, so I'll just lie down and wait for the dream when I'm not ugly and you're looking at me, you know, like, like this song, it's just fucking unbelievable, like just powerful. And especially when, when you actually know what the fucking lyrics are, Yeah, you know, it took till 2021 for me to figure that out, but oh, you just know. wait, just well, wait 25 years. Yeah. There's, there's a couple of lines uh, that I fucked up that I thought I knew what they were in, in some of these songs coming up. Oh, the next one. Jesus. I didn't know any of these. (laughs) Uh, Sean, you picked the next song, right? I did. Yes. It's sugar by system of a down. And, uh, I got it. I did know most of the words to this song, believe it or not, because I've listened to it so much. I love this song and it's not because of anything that it means or anything else. It's just it's a, so fucking fun. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Yes. But the, but I was playing it uh, yesterday and, and, and I told Amanda, I said, this song is apparently, which I did not know about system of a downs hate of aspartame, which goes in like diet soda and stuff like that. And I, and I had never would have known it. And Amanda goes, you're lying. She, she did not believe me. And you know, she, she hates aspartame too, because she's a dietitian and all of that fun stuff and so i played the song and she goes i still don't get anything out of that whatsoever well well <laughs> and, and 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 again that that note you're getting is uh, i i pulled off a lyric importations.com like a comment on that site uh, uh like that makes sense sugar but but i think it's using aspartame as as as, as a like a analogy mm-hmm. for how fucked up shit is. Did you either one? I sent you guys the YouTube playlist. Did you list, watch the video for this song? I did, I did not. not. Okay. So the opening of the video, you should have watched that. And I probably should have told you to watch that before we started recording. 
but it, it's it's incredible well, it's, we it's, can, it's let's try something let's try to i'll bring it up and see if i can share my screen and we'll watch it really quick it'll be Ooh. it'll make this more interesting stand by while i go to youtube and figure it out there's there's another couple of songs uh on this playlist that that are similar to where you like you're like wait that's what they fucking mean about this song like i had no well, idea and it's not just the aspartame thing because they, so I never knew that they were saying kombucha or kombucha, whatever. <laughs> I know. I didn't never know what that's fuck kombucha was until like three or four years ago. Right. But <laughs> and up in the like, UK, yeah. They're, they're calling out the kind of douchey kombucha drinking people also. So not only are they going after the aspartame oh, people, but they're oh, going after I, these guys think, that weren't even a thing. I think the aspartame thing is, is again, an analogy for you know, like sugar coating yeah. yes. things. And and the beginning of the video, uh, Sean's struggling to share his screen. Uh, <laughs> but the beginning of the oh, video- Oh, I can't. Which I hadn't seen. The host has it disabled. I can't share my screen. Oh, oh well, let, oh. let me see. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, but what's what it's amazing about it is, is the sugar coating thing. And I think that's essentially what this song comes down to, which is fascinating knowing this now 20 fucking what four years three years later uh like holy shit (laughs) this is a brilliant goddamn song and i just thought it was goofy fun yeah and it is goofy fun i mean you can take it that way we saw him in concert in 2000 at in a in st louis and it was goofy fun when we saw him in concert do you remember that Uh, can you can you share now let me see (laughs) yes i think i can all right. Let's see if you guys can see it. Can you see it? I see something. Okay. I see. Let's yep. see. Yep. Good evening. I'm Erica Lost. NATO forces bombed Serbia and Kosovo. An unidentified man is being held for questioning by the FBI like for suspected sort of links like to that. last month's biological virus deaths. In local news, a dog named Hero takes the grand prize at the annual... I wish I could tell you more perfect Here's where it good. But we're in a rating system here. And the key factor is... Sensationalism. They've got you running in circles, nine to five, then five to nine. You're mine. I tell you what they want you to know, and you consider it the truth. Nobody is opening their eyes. Our global economy is depleting the world of our lives and natural resources. And are you happy? Come on, I work for the system. Wow. Okay. Interesting. How badass is that? I mean that that lays it all down, and then throwing the aspartame thing into yep. it, like 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 I said, I, I mean they're basically sugarcoating. Like they're tired of people sugarcoating things. They they want you to know uh, uh, what's going on. Not sure because of what I do for a living if I should be offended by the video though, you know. <laughs> well, I think <laughs> considering I think, that it, that is how a lot of people think about news, but it's not necessarily the case. I know it's not well, the case in my but, newsroom but at least. But but it doesn't matter what you think in your newsroom. It matters who consumes it, and that's that's the whole point of it. Is is uh, uh, you you know they're 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 giving you what you want to fucking hear. You know, some of these major outlets like sean you're an actual journalist like mm-hmm. you give a shit you, mm-hmm. you try hard and and that's one of the things i respect the most about you but that's not the case with a lot of people 
it depends on what outlets you're talking about. I mean, there's some that are bad, some that are good, you know, and, and all of that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, yeah, but it, I, I would, I would just say this most local news stations aren't that, you know, that they actually do try to give people things that actually enhance their lives. So, you know, not, not all, but, but most because it's different because we have no, as much as people want to say that we have an agenda, there is no agenda. People like to say that we're paid off by people. We're not paid off by people, you know, that, that kind of, that kind of a thing, which is kind of what that was, that was alluding to. Go ahead, Richie. I was just going to say, uh, so did Rush Limbaugh die this week? <laughs> that was last week. That's, oh. that's old news now. Old news. Uh, yeah. The, the, uh, the one, the, the line that I had no idea what it was. was uh, I sit in my desolate room, no life, no music, just havoc. Like I had no idea what he said that yep. just havoc part. Uh, but going back to also the, uh, uh, rage against the machine, uh, you know, the fuck you, it all goes away part. Yeah. God damn it. I love that. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. And, and this, this is a band that we all got to see together back when this, you know, when they didn't have, you know, pre-toxicity days. Um, so uh, the summer sanitarium, that first one that we went to. Yeah. It, was that pre-toxicity? Yes. Yes, it was. Okay. Yeah. They, it, I, I mean, they were low on the bill at that summer sanitarium thing, but uh, they were, it was like them and power man. One of those they two, were second, they were second power man. They were second. And, and I think second. both only played about five songs, mm-hmm. but I, I was, I was so, so that one we saw at the, uh, the gateway uh, race raceway here uh, in St. Louis, you could not pay me to go see a concert there in this day and age, like ever again, I, the Beatles could reunite, and 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 like Lennon could be resurrected, and Harrison, and I wouldn't go. Especially in the summer, have oh, you guys God. been by there at any point recently? No, I mean not not that I paid attention to. So so just just north of the uh, of the raceway is a giant landfill. Yeah. So like depending on the day, it will stink to high heaven. And we were there. What was that? A ten hour concert? It was the third. It was the third of July, two thousand. Yeah, and like we were there for like ten hours. We we've talked about this on the show before. It was uh, so Metallica obviously headlined, uh, corn, uh, yeah. which we we can touch on the, the next song, uh, corn or uh, uh, Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Okay, so th- it was those three, Power Man Five Thousand and System of Down. Okay. Whereas Sean and I saw, I, Sean, did you realize there were only two summer sanitariums? And we saw them both. We saw them both. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, second the, one, the, the second one had had Limp Biscuit and um, uh, uh, oh gosh, why am I not, why am I blanking on the name of the Lincoln Park and then yeah. Metallica? But I don't remember who the first two bands were. One was the Deftones. Okay. And I forget who the other one was. Okay. Yeah, I just I just couldn't remember that part. So I can't believe I couldn't remember. I think it was Lincoln Taylor Park. Swift actually. Taylor Swift, yeah. So she's coming up in our news segment, by the way. (laughs) Going to disappoint D for the rest of 2021. (laughs) No, uh, uh, Evermore's coming out on vinyl at some point. So So to get through another song (laughs) next that uh, will um, 
this one, this one kind of struck me a little bit more funny, not funny, like haha funny when I say that, but just, just, um, the, the magnitude of this song kind of hit me a little bit harder when I was listening to the playlist than it normally has in the past, because yes. I've kind of thought of it like sugar, where it's just a, it's a rocking kind of kicking you in the ass type of a song, but this song's really, really dark, really, really dark. And it's last resort by Papa Roach. And I'm stepping on Richie's toes here. Cause he's the one who picked it. No, it's it's fine. It's 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 okay. Um, so yeah, so this is uh, John, you still, we, me and you are still the host of the show featuring Richie. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys uh, probably need to check your mail. Um, <laughs> Who's, who the fuck uses the post office anymore? Uh, and that's probably why we can't check our mail because it hasn't gotten here. Trademarking and yeah. copywriting can't be emailed. Yeah, yeah. Oh. The, the lawyers still use the mail service. It's, it's weird. Actually, it's FedEx. No, well, but if somebody, walk, if somebody walks up that you don't know and tries to hand you something, run away. <laughs> <laughs> That's not always true. So, <laughs> so, so much like Sugar, this is just another of those kind of like banging, pumping songs. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to get us back to, to, to the show. It's what I do. Uh, someone has to be a professional. <laughs> Super. <laughs> all right get us back on track fucking asshole <laughs> fuel by makers mark but light and an ipa yes um so yeah so this is just one of those kind of banging songs like anytime it comes on like it, you can't help but get pumped but my god the entire song's just an ode to suicide i mean that's that's what it is start to finish it, 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 and it bothered me you know like like i hadn't listened to the song in a long time and i i remember really enjoying it when it came on the radio but again it was just one of those fun songs to sing along to you know like the screaming and and, and, and all that shit at the height of this new metal thing uh but it, it it's it's distressing it's mm-hmm. you know uh uh I, I don't know if if what is this now 23 years later after it came out we're uh, you know more sensitive to it or or, or you know just well i mean experience but 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 like, like I, think it, it's a, I think it's a little of both because 23 years ago you like mental issues still weren't something you talked about and right. especially not in in conjunction with with suicide at all so it, no, it, and absolutely absolutely and that and that's the thing is is you know like we were fucking idiots uh when the song came out uh you know and and he obviously meant this song as like a like a cathartic thing yep. for people like like listen you're not alone to this uh you know but but if you know anybody that's been affected by like, this is a hard listen yeah. and, it, and it definitely it, it could like my concern would always be that like this could hit a person on the wrong day in the wrong way yeah. Yeah. and and not come off as a you're not alone as a is more of a hey all the cool kids um you know that, that's what they're doing the the part of the song that really kind of struck me when i was listening to it more than more than um other parts was the about I don't know, three quarters of the way in when they're, when they're kind of, they gone through the chorus once again. And all of a sudden you just hear the, hear the part about, um, you know, I can't go on living this way, but it's the way that they change it up. And it just sounds like somebody so desperate and just so out of it that they just can't do it anymore. And in the way that he does his voice in that part is the part that just kind of made me go, Whoa, this song is just not what I've ever thought of it as. And, 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 and it's, 
impactful and powerful and and you know like like i'm hoping and and, and i know i'm not hoping i know that he wrote this song as as a uh, like listen you're not alone people like you know other people have these thoughts and this everybody gather around let's talk you know let's get this out uh it's it's uh but yeah no it it, it i i you know i listened to this playlist probably you know the last two weeks you know two dozen times and uh this song just gave me a lot of issues like it's it's a great song and i and i remember you know coming out on the radio thinking i'm like holy fuck this is a great song it's so fun and then you know listening to it now you know with 42 year old ears uh which is younger than both of you uh it just it's uh it, it's it's hard you know yet you have more gray hair it's weird hmm. i got more hair than both of you <laughs> that's oh you still have a full head of hair yeah that's yeah true. i just that's... have my cut you know i have to have it cut every two weeks or you know it, it gets bad hmm. i'm not sure how to take any of this <laughs> so so okay i i i said something about like not the music lines like uh and again not trying to be insensitive uh uh, uh there was a uh, the, the line is uh i had it highlighted here too. uh chances are that i might and i always thought it was chances are dynamite mm. I, 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 I i think that fits but sort of yeah but yeah but it's it was one of those like like reading through the lyrics you know like with i got it in the uh like oh fuck, that's awesome but at the yeah. same time, this one is one that I, I knew most of the lyrics. Like, like it didn't have huge holes. I just, it, it what, I guess this song came out when we were about 20-ish. Yeah. It, that age, you know, it just. We just didn't care. You yeah, know, to think care. about it didn't, that way. We just cared about if a song was melodic and fun to listen to. And it is yeah. a fun song to listen to until it, it, you realize really what it's about. Yeah. And, 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 and the end of the song, when he's doing that screaming part, mm-hmm. you know, like I was on the elliptical this morning, you know, reading along and and, and uh, i'm just like fuck like god damn that's gotta hurt but mm-hmm. it's so fucking impactful yeah 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 so so, so I, I would just want to end talking about this song with kind of what you alluded to earlier d if you if if somebody is having some some issues and you know thinking about something like this reach out to somebody else you know because they're going to tell you that your life's worth it and not to not to do stuff like that or get or call the people that you need to call because anything anything like that you're anybody who out there is listening your life's more important than that it, it and, and that's that's absolutely true and, that, and that's one of the things that uh, why I love doing this show and talking about these songs, you know, so many years later or, or you know, however many years, uh, is is the fact that we get to dive a little deeper into the meanings of them and understand them a little bit more and also understand where we were when we heard these fucking songs. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, no, that's 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 one of my favorite parts about doing this, other than you know, hanging out with you, Sean. Whew. <laughs> so speaking so speaking speaking of that so so i want to i want to change things up and lighten things I'm just up kidding. just to, i'm just, just kidding i love you Rich. i want to i uh, really thought about just booting you from the zoom <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you. oh God damn it. 
Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. You have the power. executive producer role. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so speaking of speaking of that, going back to last week's encore episode, one of the things, and I want to lighten it up a little bit after after talking about Last Resort. Um, in there, we started talking about you know that Richie is obviously trying to. Did he did he leave? Did he really leave? It's been like three minutes, Sean. I know, he has such I know. a small bladder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we we had um we had been talking about in that episode the fact that your ass down put on cartoons <laughs> all right let's <laughs> grief <laughs> the fact that the fact that you know richie's really ultimately trying to replace d on this show it's not really a three-person show it's richie trying to weave in but richie actually Wait. accused me of being the person that stirs shit on the show is richie trying to replace me or he's just trying to replace one of us, Sean. Well, that could be. Oh, no, D, it's you. Okay. 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 All right. That's fair enough. And I've got the radio. I guess equipment. I just told you to fuck off. So <laughs> I just that but, but I, but I, I kind of, I was kind of thinking about that a little bit. And then the more I got to thinking about it, a song came up that made me think, you know, we, we know who is the shit stirrer on the show. And let me play this song for you really quick. Hold on just a second. And I killed Sparky too. Richie, come on, man. Hey, the dog had it coming. <laughs> and did you did you notice the second one wasn't Richie? It was Richella. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell what you had to say, but I, I yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, as soon as I heard the first few bars of that, I was like, oh, okay, I see. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. It may not be produced well, but at least it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I need a female good. voice on this show. I don't have one. So I just have to make my own voice change things into to sounding like a chipmunk or something like that, or a demon like it was a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> be, punch yourself in the nuts. Well, that, that'll give us the voice. I see. You know who I need to reach out to who could do stuff like that for us, really seriously, that listens to the show is is our old friend Stacy. Because Stacy could belt out a tune. And yes. she does listen. She likes all of is our stuff really? on Facebook. Yes, she does. And she she oh, li- she yeah. likes all of our stuff on Facebook. So I need to reach out to her and when we need a we need a little jingle or something or a female voice, Stacy would be a good one because she was God she was a very right. good singer. And she would be amazing to talk about songs. Well, she, and and I I believe that she's in a band actually now that goes out and sings at like local, local establishments in the area where she lives and stuff like that. So she can still belt out a tune apparently. I I don't doubt it for a second. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. So that would be awesome, Stacey. Yeah. So um, next song, I don't know which one of you picked this song actually. Who who picked me? Was it? Okay. Go for it. Uh, Desire by U2 off of Rattle and Hum. Uh, this song has been out for like 30 fucking years yep. and I had no idea it was about heroin. No, neither. neither. Did I. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I, I think that's the underlying meaning of it. Uh, apparently Bono lost some friends in, in the eighties to, uh, you know, to overdoses, but, but I just always thought this was just like a fun song with, with, you know, like just a rock and roll song. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it! it More of a love deep. song, really. Like, well, yeah. well, it gets deep when you realize that he's mm-hmm. talking about 
desire is somebody's addiction. And uh, so the other one, uh, she's the candle burning in my room. I always thought the line was, I could eat her, eat her with a spoon. <laughs> yeah, that's a good I'm one. I'm like though. the needle, needle in the spoon over the counter. Right there, over the counter with a shotgun. Pretty soon everybody got one. I should have known what the fuck I was talking about. Your idea but, of or, the song makes it a totally different meaning altogether. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If I heard, yeah, I'm like the needle, needle in the spoon. Yeah. You know, that's needle and damage on. That's fucking Neil Young. That's heroin. And I get it. Yeah. But like, so here it is you know the last couple of weeks i just realized that yeah that's what the song's about meg by the way uh huge uh u2 fan mm. and uh uh, uh it, i'm embarrassed to admit that like you know like i'm sure she knew what this, this song was about long before i did but but it's still just a great fucking song like i picked it and mm-hmm. didn't realize wh- what was going on is there a second u2 song in about what a month yeah, I think yeah so. you mm-hmm. had a beautiful day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of beautiful day. Uh, sidebar. Well, s- sidebar-ish. Uh, Call that. Kelly Clarkson's uh, cover of it. I haven't heard it. Her, like, like she does like a talk show thing. She does. And 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 and, and uh, in the last couple of weeks, she's done this song, and she's done "Time Like These," "Times Like These" by Foo mm-hmm. Fighters. Oh. Oh my God. That girl can't sing. She can belt out a tune. Oh, she can. Yeah, if Stacy's busy, we should definitely get Kelly to. to... <laughs> well, no, no, Stacy, you're our first choice, but Kelly, right. you're yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 we'll take either one of you. Uh, so, uh, first Richie, 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 have our lawyers get in contact with both of them. And... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, but no, this song, I've always loved this song. This is one of my. Uh, uh, favorite U2 songs uh, and, and, and Rattle and Hum was a, a was a tape that my mom had in her old Geo Metro uh, Geo Metro, that's a throwback yeah, 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 yeah like stuck in the tape deck so it was the only no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, uh, sidebar, you know uh, I had this little TV that I took from my, my sister and she was getting rid of it but it was one of my niece's TVs. But it had the VCR built into it. And, and I just wanted to play like fucking Dreamcast or, or Nintendo 64 on in the basement. And uh, uh, But it had a Legally Blonde stuck in the, the VCR. <laughs> yeah, like I've, I've never watched that movie. Sure. Ever. <laughs> but, it, but it was stuck in there. But no, anyway. So you watched so, it? Is uh, that what you're trying to tell us? I've never watched it. No, I've oh. never have. Okay. Uh, uh, have you do either one of you have apple tv plus yes no yes have you watched uh, any of the morning show i have not i watched I, it like it got so it got panned so bad when yeah. it first came out i watched it it's really oh. good is it good okay yeah we went we got oh the free God. trial and watched it in like three days and then got rid of it because there's nothing else on there that i wanted to have watch. you watched ted lasso no, yes. but I've heard it's good. But this was before oh. Ted Lasso existed. Oh well, we'll get. Well, we can talk about Ted Lasso later because it relates to other things. Uh, but uh, but anyhow, I forgot where I was going with that. Morning show. Yeah, but I don't know how the fuck it relates to you two and, and all this. I don't know why why I got to the sidebar of this. Uh, because re- you were talking about Legally Blonde with Reese. Oh yeah, there we go. Okay. Anyhow, so <laughs> mom had this cassette in the car. Right. 
mom <laughs> mom had this this was one when i moved down to uh franklin uh this was one of the tapes that i stole from my mom it was right on home because it's 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 a great fucking album uh the movie's a little like uh that metallica some kind of monster thing where they come off a little more pretentious than than they you should do what and see and 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 that's the thing is like i don't think bono i think bono is actually sincere with everything he does and and people really feel like he's just this pretentious dick yeah. you know like uh obviously you feel that way richie the one he calls himself the edge come on that's the guitar that's not yeah i know i know yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. i'm just saying the band in general well no i, I but like they almost like rem they went from underrated to overrated i think back to underrated again. yeah you know like like you don't realize how fucking amazing this band is i mean in any time you put out an apple or a, a an album give it to everyone for free and they bitch about it that that's that's pr- a pretty bad spot to be in like that's and, and it's a good fucking album and people still bitched about yep. it I, I'll, I'll be honest i still get pissed when it comes up in my like random shuffle because i'm like <laughs> i didn't put this here can't you take it out i'm pretty lazy <laughs> so that's you it's not you two or fucking apple you're the asshole everybody out there who bitched about this you're the asshole no at first i don't think you could take it out no it what what pissed people off was because you know a lot of people had like 16 gig fucking iphones and you know this took up like whatever however many things that was the big issue when it came out and i'm just like jesus fucking christ like this is why the world is fucked up because of social media uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook and you know, <laughs> our YouTube page. And, D's and, got uh, grievances this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Don't get me started about grievances. What do you mean started? <laughs> You're already going, man. <laughs> We're not even halfway through the show yet. <laughs> Heavy is the head, Sean. Yes. I, I, we all kind of picked. Well, you and I picked this one, D, because I but, but sent we you all a picture of it. This. Yeah. It brings back our spirit animal. This is, this is a Zach Brown band with chris cornell singing and helping write the song and i will say i i really like this song even though it got overplayed on that on that playoff series between the cardinals and cubs and and all of that stuff i this is a really really good song it's so fucking good Mm -hmm. i I, you zach brown if you just don't realize how talented that motherfucker is uh uh, in the youtube playlist uh is is the saturday night live a performance that they did with Chris Cornell uh and it's so good and and Chris Cornell and I mean Zach Brown like it just right up there with Chris Cornell as far as you know belting the shit out well, and I mean this is a song where it Chris Cornell doesn't come off as overpowering as he often can like it, it the, oh the, he the, served his purpose absolutely yeah you know yeah, no it's it's so fucking good. You know, not to make it about the playoff series, but this song, in my opinion, fit that playoff series so well because it was the end of the Cardinals' reign atop the NL Central when the 
Cubs kind of took it, you know, from them that late in that year when they came on and obviously won the World Series the next year. But every time they would play it in that series, I'm like, yeah, I think the Cubs are better than the Cardinals and heavy is the head that wears the crown because this crown's fallen off at the end of this series. You could just tell, you know, and that song fit that series so well. That that's why I, I always remembered it. Uh, so uh, th- after, you know, the Cubs made the NLCS that year, they played the Mets and uh, Richie, you came down you came from Ohio to see me in Lexington and yep. stayed at that shitty ass fucking hotel. <laughs> yep. but, but we, you know, we, we watched the game at uh, old Chicago. Is that what it's called? I think so. Yeah. I think it was old. Okay. Yeah. And you, you were like sampling, you know, beer after beer after beer. And I was like, no, just Bud Light. <laughs> you know? Like Richie, Richie literally had like six or seven different beers and I just had Bud Light. And then we went back. Did you get a flight? You know, no, I think it was a straight six beers. I, I, we were there a long time. Yeah. Well, we watched. I, I did. We watch the whole game, or did we leave early? Yes. I can't remember. And we were there before the game started. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that was a good memory. But but that hotel I stayed at that time that was when the, the company used to book the hotels for us god damn that was a piece of well shit. i mean you we were still talking about you're that. In lexington like it, no, during the horse racing season yeah 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 and that was the problem it was yeah. like we could stay at some place during the week but we would always have to move on the weekends but uh god yeah i think it was called the uh i'm not even gonna give it was it was a roast <laughs> hotel I yeah, mean, yeah 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 yeah, we were pretty sure there was a uh, prostitution and drug deals going down there during the week. And uh, uh, the nice thing was that it was close to, you know, a Sonic and, you know, across the street from a CVS. So, you know, beer was easy to get. But I mean, the, the Cecil <laughs> Hotel looks at it and is like, damn, that's scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that was an interesting place. But, uh, but no, this song, this song is so fucking good. Uh, uh, the end of it. The, the uh, it, it's just the lyrics. Please, somebody else talk about the song. Sean or, or Richie and I digressed into the the trip. No, I I just I don't have much else to say about it other than the fact that it's just it's just a really kick ass song. I mean, it just I love I love that Zach Brown band. You know, and Zach Brown is comfortable enough to branch out into other forms of music besides just country music even though he has a very country voice because he can pull it off to do other things it, and and I, I find most artists if they're willing to go outside their comfort level like that you really you, you really get some of their their better and more unique stuff and it, it just you know when that happens you know i mean if it, uh, at one point taylor swift had to go away from country to, to pop to to bring it back to d's true love It's a lifelong expedition, second-guessing your decisions. Try to find out what's been missing, but the pages keep on filling. Do you know KD? I'm sorry? You said you're doing okay? Yeah, we're almost aside, beast, so I can hang in okay. there. Is that running water hurting you at all? I don't hear running water. <laughs> you really can't hear that? Uh, it, it's pretty light. Oh, I, I, it? I, dang it. You had to okay. turn it up there. Okay. <laughs> that makes it less fun. <laughs> hey, John, go ahead and punch yourself in the balls. <laughs> I'll do that later because <laughs> we got to tell a story after the uh, after the break. So okay. that'll be a lot of fun. So anyway, are we done with side A? I think we're done with side A, aren't I we? Think we are. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll take a break and be back right after this here on Sean and D's Good Tape. So while we take a quick break here on Sean and D's Good Tape, I've got a quick question to ask you. Is weather important in your life? 
I'm going to guess it probably is. Well, I've got another podcast for you to check out called Shooting the Breeze. It's with the WMBD WYZZ weather team, Chief Meteorologist Chris Yates, Molly Naisland, and Adam Sherwinski, and they talk about why weather is important and how you can protect yourself. This week, it's about protecting yourself from severe weather because it is severe weather preparedness time. As spring storms are just probably a couple of weeks away, we're almost to March, and you never know, is March going to be in like a lamb, out like a lion? What's it actually going to do this March? And with the way that everything's been for the last year and a half, who knows? So uh, check it out. It is called Shooting the Breeze, and it's available on any podcast platform that you like. Um, it's it's a really good listen. And also, while you're at it, download the CI Proud to Go weather app. It doesn't matter where you live, if you're from central Illinois or if you're from France. There you go, Jen. Download the CI Proud to Go weather app, and it'll tell you the weather in your area anytime that you uh, need it. So check out those two things. Let us know what you think. Shoot us an email. Leave us a message on Facebook or Instagram. And now back to Sean and Dee's Good Tape. Welcome back to Side B of Sean and Dee's Good Tape. Sean Newell, Dennis Brzezinski, Richie Seymour alongside. And uh, you just heard me mention just a second ago, Jen from France. And um, uh, I, I said last week in the introduction to the Encore episode that we had last week that, um, well, I, I owed one of our one of our top listeners an apology, and apparently I owe Jen from France an apology. Dennis, would you like to? You she interacted with you, so would you like to say how I messed up a couple of weeks ago? Uh, you called her out for saying, you know, like fake plastic trees was her song, and uh, and she doesn't like that song either, just like you, the Radiohead thing. Well, and I and I think what happened was is I associated her with it because she said she didn't like it. I just associated with it wrong. So I I. Then did am I right that you got a message from her that you're going to play? Is that right? I did. Uh, let's go ahead and hear. What the fuck, Sean? Do better. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> I deserve that. I totally deserve that. That's our first T-shirt. Whenever we get popular enough to have merch, is what the fuck, Sean? Do better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of like a good motto for my life for the most part. You know, so it just kind of fits. And I, I think Amanda just put in an order for five of them. Yeah, probably one for her and one for Elliot and Meredith. I yeah, say you sizes. Sense. We're going to have to make you yeah. sizes. Yeah. <laughs> what the WTF fuck, do better. Do better. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. WT dad, WTF dad, do better. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, once again, kind of the story, but, uh, yep, but no, I, so much, I do, must, I do apologize to, to Jen from France for, uh, getting confused because it is a really bad song. And if you don't like that song, it's I not can... a bad song. <laughs> it's a bad song. Not a good song. But speaking <laughs> of bad songs that Jen should have to, should be apologized to for, she uh, she reached out and said that Deeply Dippy, which was the trivia question uh, two weeks ago, was a was a a song that they had they listened to over there. Some I actually listened to it, so it's a right said Fred song. the The trivia card said that it was a hit for them. None of us had heard of it. It is god awful. Like if they had imported that over here, it probably would have led to a world war. Like it it just. That song is trash. Well, right said Fred even come up on my phone if I look it up. I mean, he's, I mean, is that, yeah. Yeah. Relevant? Oh, here it is. Let's, let's hear just a second of it to see if it's as bad. <laughs> Do you remember crash test dummies? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, whenever I think of uh, Right Said Fred, I always think of Crash Test Dummies for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Them and Jesus Jones. Do you remember that band? Right here, right now. Right here, right now. That's it. Uh, so that's yeah, actually that's... a good song. I like that song. Deeply Dippity leads us into the the uh, uh, the nineties trivia question of the week. Mm. Uh, Fran Healy is the lead singer of which band? Fran is Healy. Fran F R A N Healy, uh, like the street that I grew up on in Romeoville. Uh, is he the lead singer of Coldplay, Travis, Keen, or the Stereophonics? I've only heard of one of those bands, and I know it's not the one that I've heard of. Yeah. You've heard of two of those bands, at least. Yeah. Uh, uh, Richie, you're, the look on your face. He's the lead singer of Travis, which is a great band. That's uh, uh, Why Do You Always Rain On Me, that song, Sean? Yep. Is it because I lied when I was 17? Why do you always rain on me? Hmm. So play it. Go ahead. Look at a play. This is going to be a two-hour show at this rate. Keen's also not a bad band. Like, I actually just bought Coldplay, A Rush of Blood to the Head. On, on it's, the band's Play. called Travis? Yeah. Like the boy's name, Travis? Yes. yes. <laughs> or the girl's name, Travis. Like, Sean, Jesus Christ. It's 2021. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Do better. What the fuck, Sean? Do better. What the fuck, Sean? better i like the way she says it better than either one of you two so if you got a problem with me let her say it <laughs> well unfortunately you do not give uh dennis and i the ability to push a button and, and drop a drop a sound you can take, figure you that can out take this o- you can take this over whenever you want <laughs> <laughs> richie presents so your house <laughs> he hey that's my room motherfucker downstairs in the basement <laughs> What what, what am I? What song am I looking up? Why does it always rain on me? By Travis. <laughs> you know this song. I'm sure I put it on a tape or a CD for you. Sounds like the beginning of Game of Thrones. This doesn't. Yeah, I I know the song. Yeah. How old is this song, D? Uh, it's 25 years. Yeah. Uh, all right, listen to it after. after it. You know the song. It doesn't sound familiar it's, so far, but it's good. Yeah. Jen, Jen, Jen will have fun poking fun of you for not knowing that song because hmm. it was a hit in France. <laughs> in Europe. <laughs> in Europe, yeah. I mean it's to be fair. Dippity. It's deeply dippity. <laughs> to be fair to me, Jen didn't know the foo- anything from the Foo Fighters until a couple of weeks ago. So no, she music is a little different Fighters in France was. than it than it is yeah, over yeah. here. So. <laughs> uh. Love you, Jen. All right. So Richie, you got the first song in the side. I, I do. Um so- so this is a a new song actually, way very new actually. It's a great they, song. They uh, I st- I heard it the first time maybe three weeks ago on on the point, and it is now getting a lot of airplay here. Uh, the song is "Not Mad Enough" by the band My uh, Smith and Myers, and I'll, I'll let Sean talk about the band because I he's he's a big fan. 
Yeah, the the these two are both from the band Shine Down, which I know brings up some contentiousness from Dennis and me, you know, which I don't disagree with what Dennis is going to say about them in just a second, but they are actually a, a really good band. And this is a really good song. And I've listened to both, uh, both of the, uh, the um, volume one and volume two of their albums, their acoustic albums they put out and they've got a lot of good songs on both of them. And, and so basically when, when just the two people from shine down go out and they do acoustic albums under the, under their name, uh, uh, Smith and Myers. Mm-hmm. So it's basically acoustic shine down without a couple of band members. Uh, so- this song, they, it was, it was written um, just after the George, George Floyd uh, murder last summer. And, and it's very, very kind of on the nose, perfect for these times. I love this song. I thought it was great. Really I thought this. I thought it was absolutely great, very powerful, and and fit the fit the world that we lived in last summer to a T, in my opinion. This song probably changed my opinion of Shine Down. Uh, it, it, like like his voice and this song is amazing, and 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 reading you know up, up on it, and and like on the elliptical this morning, this song brought me nearly to tears. You know like. Uh, uh, don't tell me i have to calm down you're not mad enough like yeah are you not fucking paying attention what the fuck is going on jesus christ like yeah no and 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 his voice in the song you know like sean when we saw him open we saw them open up for van halen he was Mm -hmm. a fucking diva he thought he was mariah carey and he was he was brent smith and uh uh, brent smith right (laughs) yeah or Brent Myers, what, what, Brent Smith, right? I don't know which one he is. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. A- anyhow, it doesn't matter. It, like it's it's a goddamn cartoon name, and uh, uh, like Richie Seymour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These people can pronounce my name. <laughs> What's Fair happening? Enough. This show. <laughs> Fair enough. But, but I feel like but, I feel like, like at the end of the show, I'm gonna have to like pick sides or something like that. Yeah, you can come over to mine. <laughs> you well, see, he's doing the fucking Palpatine thing. Like he's just like, no, you need to come over here. Going Sean, back I'm to, giving you free will. Going going back to 2004, <laughs> though, when they opened for Van Halen, the problem with him was, and I had somebody kind of put this into perspective for me uh, last week when I was talking about this, um, because there's a guy that I work with who's really into the same type of music that we are that that goes to a lot of concerts and stuff like that, and he says he's seen Shine Down in concert like six or seven times in the last. 10 or 15 years. So um he put he put Shine Down on a very high pedestal and said that Shine Down and Foo Fighters are the two best bands that have come out in the last 20 years. Okay, so that's that's to me a very high pedestal and I said, well, you know, I really like their their 2008 album Sound of Madness. I mean, that that album from top to bottom is a is an awesome album and I've not really listened to a ton of their other stuff outside of that album, but I've always really liked it and just listened to it you know, probably a month ago because I, I can pop it in and it's just a, just a powerful album. And, and I said, the problem that I've had with shine down over the years, I like their music, but I always go back to that opening for Van Halen where the lead singer was literally up there the whole time going, get on your feet, you know, and, and, and they're an opening act. Okay. And he said that that was his problem with them too, is 
their music's outstanding. The lead singer talks too damn much when they're in concert and kind of kind of kills the show a little bit like that. But otherwise, you know, their music's really good. So I look at it as if I want to listen to their studio albums and really like them, I don't have to put them in the same equation as the guy who's on stage in concert necessarily. And that, yeah, and that, and that's fair. Uh, uh, and I need to give them another chance. But I, I think they kind of... I like the Smith and Myers concept. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, mm -hmm. I think he's a little better set for this because a lot of the Shinedown stuff seems like, you know, Imagine Dragons sort of things to me. You know, like, it's sort mm. of... I, I, and in, in, in my de in my defense, I have not given them a lot of chances. Yeah, like like I know you're a big fan of them, Sean, and and, and I'm certain uh, this guy's matured in the you know 15 seventeen years. years. Yeah, yes, I'm such a big fan. I didn't know what the lead singer's name was, <laughs> or still don't. <laughs> well, well, but but yeah, but the, yeah. that's that's not the point. Yeah, is like no, you don't need to know the lead singer of every band's name. Like right. it's not the fucking Beatles or Pearl Jam or Nirvana. But but, and and enjoying music is such a subjective thing, which is one of my favorite things about this. The, doing the show with you guys is, you know, the differing opinions and the conversation it leads us to. And uh, but Richie, like this song, yeah, it's fucking unbelievable. You could probably tell that as soon as I listened to it after because I'm like Smith and Myers, I don't know what that is. And I got on Apple music and saw that it was the shinedown people and immediately listened to it. You two could probably both tell that immediately I was just like, yes, you know, because I sent so many messages about it. I just, it immediately hit me as, and the, and the version of rocking in the free world that they do in sledgehammer yes. that you mentioned, Richie is also really good. I mean, just top to bottom. Oh, I listened to that one. It the, was did, did you listen to the don't look back in anger oasis cover that I, I sent have you not guys? yet? Have not. Oh man. It, it is. So they just, just do a really really awesome job on all of those songs in my his opinion. voice is amazing it, it is it's I, so good and, i would say both of their voices so that's one of my notes on this was at the end of the song the the like for a brief little bit it breaks into two-part harmony with the the with i guess it's myers which the the backup is uh <laughs> kind of repeating the lines and and when he's doing it he very much has a uh cornelian sound like he almost sounds like Chris at that point. Not quite, not, not, not high Chris, not, not, that's not. Peak. Let me just, let me just play it. You know, go ahead and keep talking while I pull yeah. it up. But yeah, it's, I, it's late in the song and it, yeah. they only do it a couple times. I, the, uh, again, on our YouTube playlist, uh, if you uh, search for Sean and D's good tape episode 30, you should find it. Uh, Otherwise, I'll send you the disc fucking email. Us. <laughs> Is this what you're talking about, Richie? Yes. Uh, well, that no. That's, Are you sure that's they're they're overdubbing his voice? I yeah, think. Exactly. Oh, is that what they're doing? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but I mean, but, still, but your really point like your point is is he's he's very vocally able to do a lot of different things with yeah. his voice ranges. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and and that's the thing. It's it's like he knew his powers, you know, at that Van Halen show, mm -hmm. and he just wanted everybody to fucking get it. Uh, it, it but but God damn it, this song so fucking good. But it is so goddamn good. It, it's similar to how like uh, how they 
kind of portray Freddie Mercury in, in early Bohe- the early part of Bohemian Rhapsody when like he's out in front, he knows that he's a lead, but he may not he he may not be uh, establishing himself in in the right way to, to connect with the fans. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I, 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 and I bet you that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, like he tried to be front and center, like Scott Staff from Creed. Yeah. Yes. And that's, that's probably actually a very good yeah. doppelganger. Uh, would, would be Scott within Staff. a few, within a few years of each other, actually, yeah. from the time frame that we're talking about, because I think that first big shinedown album came out in probably what, 2002 or 2003. Well, yeah. and Creed was much earlier than that. I well, 97, 90, 97, 98. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah. that's, that's, that's eons in music. Yeah. 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 In radio play. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, cause I, we didn't have the internet back then. I, I will say the, the one other little note I had on this song is I absolutely love that the title is in all caps, like that it's screaming at you. I, I thought oh, that that's was awesome. I didn't notice that. Nice that's little really touch. Cool. Yeah. That's really cool. This song, Richie. Yeah. Like, like I'm going to look at Shinedown. Well, I feel like now I'm kind of a little bit compelled to, um, you know, just because of that, because we always like to do, you know, where it's like, Ooh, let's introduce people to music that maybe they're not as familiar with that. Maybe Shinedown will be a little bit more regular on our regular playlist, you know, for a while just to do something like that. It gives us options. Uh, And Mm -hmm. and, 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 like, I know a lot of people that are super into Shinedown uh, and and it's just wasn't, you know, like it just seems so fabricated to me. But this song did yeah. not seem fabricated yeah. to me, and and so I'm going to, well, like like just go to Spotify, and and find "Not Mad Enough" by Smith and Myers. You're going to be blown away. You know, listen to this. It's 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 so fucking good. Mm-hmm. And, and and even like they subtly set the song up, because the 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 like the the second verse is the one that's like blow for blow, George Floyd. And it, but it's, it's not the first verse. It's not, they, they've already built up a song and gone through the chorus once. And then they bring it back to the, the, I can't breathe. Mm-hmm. Somebody let me up kind of thing. And, and I, I just, I, I find that fascinating how they set it up. I, I, like I said, I've, I've been enthralled with this song for a couple of weeks now. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and, and it, in that area, like uh, uh, in, in the St. Louis area, when I, I lived in Bethalter for several years, you know, which is close to uh, just down the road here, close yeah. to Ferguson. Ferguson, yeah. And, and it was just like, you know, everybody's, oh, you're there. Like everything must be crazy. I was like, no, it's not crazy that, you know, people are angry and they have mm-hmm. a right to be angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like it, it, uh, fucking people. <laughs> Yeah, I hate people. <laughs> the worst on Instagram and please, Facebook. <laughs> please, inter- please interact as much as you'd like. <laughs> Face down, I could taste blood. It's hard to breathe. Somebody let me up. I can't hear you. Have you had enough? Because I've had enough. Yeah. Stop telling me I got to calm down. You're not mad enough. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah. And I, and I think most fans would have had that as verse one. Like that would have been the intro on the song. And they, I thought they did a good job of hiding it, tucking it in. Well, it, 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 it's not a hiding it thing. It, 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 it was uh, leading Build. up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, like, like, I, I mean, the song is so good. And, and the other shit that's on those albums it are, are, you know, like, like this is what musicians should do is acoustic fucking things like that. Like, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, today I bought 
Billy Joe Armstrong's, uh, you know, like he did the uh, the Monday sessions where he would do like a cover song and and he put it on vinyl, and and I got that today, and it's got it's got some great shit. Hold on, just a second. What what do you think of? I think we're alone now. That, that's what that, that's what I was about to say. Do you think he's really going to get an album or do you think he's peeing? He's peeing. <laughs> I was not peeing yet. Uh, I think we're alone now. War Stories, Manic Monday, Corpus Christi, The Thing You Do. Uh-huh. Uh, you can't put your arms around a memory. That Thing You Do. Is that from the movie? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Uh, uh, Kids in America, not that way anymore. That's rock and roll. Give me some truth. Oh. Uh, Whole wild world, whole wild word, world. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, and this is uh, just on vinyl. Yeah. No, they he's released it as an oh, album. Yeah, you you could probably find it on Apple. It's <laughs> Billy Joe Armstrong, No Fun Mondays. Because oh, yeah, the uh, the the Debbie Gibson cover has gotten a lot of airplay. Like I, I've heard that song wow. a bunch of times. Well, Give me some neat. truth. It's fucking incredible. Yeah. The whole wide world is, is really good too. Even if you can't pronounce it, well, yeah. Well, well there's there's a lot of fun I stuff. Did, on I there. nailed it that last time, Richie. You saw that. <laughs> you did. You did. You saw that and heard it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of fun stuff on there. That's that's definitely worth checking yeah, yeah. out. Yeah. That 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 was his uh, pandemic uh, hmm. record. Very cool. So, yeah. <laughs> As we're- uh, as we're now uh, well past our first hour of the show, I think we're going to go yeah. for about two, two and a half hours at the rate we're going. So uh, um, going on to the to the next song is a song I picked. It's it's called Good Life by Francis Dunnery. And it's a song that I got from the show Scrubs. I don't know if you all remember it when it was on on an episode, you know, basically where I don't know if it was J.D. and Elliot that had broken up or what, but it was you know, a song where something didn't click with a, with a couple and they, this song kind of played underneath it all and that kind of stuff. But I find this song kind of interesting because on the surface, it's about, you know, basically, you know, we're not meant to be together, but I wish you the best in your life. And I hope you have a good life and all that stuff. It's a very passive aggressive song though. If you really, really sink your teeth into it. Really? And I didn't catch that. Yeah. The the more I listened to it, the more I realized, yes, he is, he's being a little bit, Oh, what's the, what's the word I'm, I'm looking for here. Like, like, uh, like, like a little bit like asshole ish, I guess it's not really the word I'm looking for, but, but very, um, like coddling or something to the fact of, of trying to say, of trying to say, you know what, I'm breaking this off, but I really want you to have a good life because I'm going to have this good life. And you know what? I really want you to have a good life too. It's kind of, the more you listen to it, the more you get that vibe instead of the on the surface vibe of it. That's, that's not. So what I caught was uh, like, this was like an early relationship that they both had. Mm -hmm. And, And it's one that he kind of floats back to like in his head, like, Oh my God, that was the perfect girl for me. Uh, you know, the first line of the song, is, or, or the first, uh, second line of the song, and, and everyone knows that you're my favorite girl. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like sometimes people are just not meant to be together, and and whether he fucked it up, they fucked it up, or or whatever, or it's been twenty years and ten years, thirty years, or whatever. Like this is the one girl that he can't get out of his head, and he wrote a song. You know, like it's not. It's it's not it's not a passive aggressive thing. I don't think. I think it's a, uh, you know, like he got drunk one night and you know, like at the end of the song, he decided to ring her up, 
and uh, uh, he's like, "Oh fuck, this was a horrible idea." You know, that's that's what it makes me think of. And and I don't disagree. I just think I think that there's there's a that on the surface is the way that I originally heard the song exactly what you're talking about. But then the more I thought about it, I'm like, it's, it, it turns into that whole, that whole thing of kind of what I said earlier to where he's being almost like, you know, it'll be okay. Even though I, I, I broke it off with you. And then later in the song, he, he has remorse and regret for doing what he did, you know, type of type of a thing. I think it can be interpreted a lot of different ways. That was just one of the ways I interpreted it. Cause I also did interpret it your way too. So, you know, I think you can, you can make it what you want, but I think there's a little bit of passive aggressiveness in it in parts of the early part of the song before it gets to the later part where he's like, Whoa, what did I, what the heck did I do? I really messed up my life by doing this. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's true. I, and, and I get what you mean by the passive aggressiveness of it. Uh, but, but I think, you, you know, just like with the last song, you know, like it was kind of building up to a, uh, this is like like listen we're both pretty good where we're at but Mm -hmm. we were good we Mm -hmm. were good what we had you know like uh it's it's almost like a you know like he's writing a letter to a lost love you know even though he's found his his situation now Mm -hmm. you know like like he's not he's not trying to take away what both of them have going on but he still thinks about this one and here's here's why i don't think that that's the way in the early part of the song and i'm, I'm not trying to argue about it it's just it's just all it, however well, no, you want to interpret it. it that's yeah part of but, the great thing but when he said when he says when he says and here's to you having a good life for me good life softer now you owe it to yourself and don't think that you will be left on the shelf so he's talking like in present tense Cause there's someone for you and there's someone for me like me, you'll meet them eventually. So, so he's basically saying I've moved on, but you haven't. So I'm yeah. being kind of uh being kind of like, it'll be okay for you down the road. So here's to your lover and here's to my wife where he's like foreshadowing what's going to happen. Here's to your children. Here's to you having a good life. That's the so part it, right there it, that I was, that I was talking about. Well, it, that's not necessarily mm-hmm. passive aggressiveness. That's more regret than anything. It's like, it could be like, Oh yeah. Oh fuck. Like, all right, yeah. you know, like I've moved on and oh sh- shit, the this girl moved on too and maybe I've not quite moved on enough from her, you know, because I'm still sitting here thinking about calling her and talking to her mm-hmm. and, but all I want her to know is that I'm just happy. Yeah. Her, it's you know. regardless of how you interpret it, it's a beautifully sung song. I mean, it's, it really, it it can make you have all the feels when you're listening to it. There's no doubt about it. So he, I don't know who this artist is. I've never heard of them before. I don't know if you have D. No, no, I hadn't. Yeah. But it is kind of funny. I'm sitting here looking at it and I'm reading the lyrics and it goes good life for me. Good life. And then the next line is lap dance because it's moving on to the notes from the next song that we've got coming up. And it just kind of made me laugh. Hold up. Hold up. Before we push onto that, uh, uh, you know, we, we decided the playlist uh, or the songs mm-hmm. last Sunday or two Sundays ago. And the, when I first listened to the song, I was like, Sean, this has got to be a scrub song. And you said, yeah, absolutely. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it fits a scrubs mentality. So, you know, just their vibe so much. I mean, I think, um, I think Zach Braff picked most of their music and him, this is totally him and his Kristen Miller, Bill Lawrence's wife and Jordan on the show were oh. the two people that picked the music on, mm-hmm. on this and 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 again this is going to uh 
fake doctors, real friends, uh, episode or, or podcast. But, uh, uh, today I watched the, uh, uh, my last chance from season four and the, uh, it was uh, uh it was the uh, JD and Heather Graham uh storyline like she was getting ready to leave but the uh, uh the the B story was Dr. Cox did the uh, uh ambulance uh or the EMT thing with Molly Shannon Oh yeah that's a good episode yeah oh, I remember God. that that's a really good episode talking about tears yeah. like at the end of it when such a good show that guy brings him the Ken Griffey card and Dr. Cox realizes like, you know, like, yeah, she was, she was alone. Right. Wasn't that what the yeah, problem yeah. was? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. She talked about mm-hmm. her son. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and, you know, like I gave him this Ken Griffey card and, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, ah. The son's dead, right? <laughs> yeah, like, i haven't seen that episode in a long time spoiler alert <laughs> it is not a spoiler bro. for a tv show that was, that was a little 20 bro. years ago you could have said well tell me more about the sun thing <laughs> the sun did right <laughs> so richie you picked the next song go for it <laughs> oh baby you want me <laughs> yeah, yeah. um so Lee harvey <laughs> Well, and I mean, this song really just builds off of that last song. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this is what her next move was after he dumped her. Uh, <laughs> I think we've lost all control. Of this Once song. again, this episode fueled by Maker's Mark, IPA, and Bud Light. Oh, my. Yeah. Um, so, so the next song is a song called Lap Dance by the band NERD nerd which uh what does it stand? I, I don't recall what it stands for it's in there it's in there it's no one uh, ever, nobody really, ever dies. really dies yeah uh it's pharrell that and that's the most incredible part that's part of why i put it on here was just so we would talk about that that the i'm happy voiced guy made this song i actually really like this song when it came out. i love this song uh and it's one of those things where it's like oh fuck it's not it doesn't mean what you think it means no not at all no it i mean it's so like the the whole the first verse is just talking about politicians it's basically it draws the correlation of politicians or strippers and just trying to entice you and and say hey i'm going to give you all that you want just vote for me basically is is what the the point of the song the first part of the song is and it's done in such a good way and then i mean the song is just a very pumped song like it's on my my workout playlist because when it comes on it gets you going 100 percent. like like if you heard this song kind of like we did with last resort Mm -hmm. you know like you just would just assume it's a fun song and and i'm guessing there's strippers around the world that are you know socially distancing (laughs) <laughs> left dancing to the song yeah. especially uh, but, distancing <laughs> and, and not not getting what, what they mean and i had no idea no idea i i will say i think the third verse feels out of place with the rest of the tenor of the song <laughs> the, the third verse is exactly what you think this song's about more or less like it's the holy harvey yeah. yeah first of all i love the guy that that his name is lee harvey like that part right there is so fucking great 
like just some of like like everything leading up to that it was just like no you missed the entire point of the song Lee Harvey fuckers that like thrash aren't necessarily <laughs> interested in what the fuck you have to say yeah <laughs> and, and, and I will say I think that third verse really detracts from the song it really it, does like it, it, it really it, does it becomes a tough listen at that point really yeah. versus that, yeah, that first the, part I love it oh my gosh and it's so and, and it's honestly impactful and powerful yeah. And Lee Harvey Oswald comes in and just and, and assassinates the song because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's the cockpit. Jesus Christ! What the fuck are you doing? Oh, that yeah. sounds like some shit that some motherfuckers would say in the nineties. Like, you, oh, god damn. Nope. <laughs> but but and and that, and that's the funny thing is 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 like Pharrell is such a talented artist, you know that he can do this. And then Lee Harvey Oswald comes in and just fucking shoots him right in the goddamn face. <laughs> just assassinates a song. <laughs> uh, did you know this song was in a Scrubs episode also, Sean? I saw that in the notes. I did not know yeah. that. Have you yeah, seen that yeah. episode yet in your no. rewatch? I, if I have, I haven't. I, I, no, I don't. I, oh, yeah. Nope. 2014. No, that's a later episode. So I'm only on season four right now. The kid dies. <sighs> Oh, baby, you want me? <laughs> Get this lap dance here for free. Well, and, and that's the thing is, it's like when you hear that line, "Why the government is sounding like strippers to me, while politicians are sounding like strippers to me," yep. and then Lee Harvey Oswald comes in and assassinates the entire meaning of this fucking song. <laughs> like that's the part that I cannot get over. Yeah, the cockpit. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I do appreciate the crackers that like thrash part. Oh uh, man! But 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 it's it's just like, yeah. Or find me chilling with crackers who like trash. Find me in court smoking that nice grass. Like, did you write? Did you listen to Pharrell's lyrics before it, you wrote your fucking? your freestyle and my guess is he didn't like so so there are some if you go back to some of the nwa songs like from the late 80s where each member had a a verse a lot of those songs don't fit together and it it it, like in hindsight you're looking at like i bet you guys did not write your verses together and that's what i think happened here i do think i do think pharrell knowing what we know about him now you know, grabbed on to uh, this fucking <laughs> piece of shit <laughs> white boy rapper, Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. I did love the Lee Harvey, <laughs> that, that part. But I do think he grabbed onto him to do this freestyle to make it so it could be a fucking club song and everything yeah. like that and, and, and take it the, the, uh, uh, the meaning down a little bit, you know, right. to be like, okay, well, it may be you know, some you know, fucking Japanese motherfucker in a, in a white strip club watching watching some girl grind on a goddamn pole to the song will be like, wait a second, he's talking about injustice in America. <laughs> <laughs> wait, he's now, this guy's talking about his cockpit. <laughs> you know? so the world maybe, is right again. Yeah, yeah, so maybe that's what he's thinking, but... well. 
just when you think of Harvey, just remember to think of a Harley. That's all you got to do. Slap screws, tattoos. That's all me. <laughs> Two blondes, both arms, feeling like Fonzie. <laughs> I, we've come up with better rhymes in the fucking two hours we've been recording this show uh, than that Lee yeah. Harvey. Yeah. Oh. Uh. <laughs> but on the bright, I do side. like that song. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a great song. Oh my god. Uh, not sidebar because it's related to the song. But there's this amazing goddamn viral video before viral videos were a thing that our uh, Josh uh, showed me where there's this like like French bulldog humping a Pikachu doll with this song playing in the background. <laughs> 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 but all I could think about every time I fucking listen uh, to this song. That's pretty that, funny. <laughs> you know, like, because we used to download that shit off of, you know, whatever the fuck we downloaded it. Yep. And, uh, and when we had the CRT <laughs> monitors, you know, in, in, in a room and we would all just get around and watch videos or listen to, to music on that. But all I could think about was this dog humping the Pikachu down. That's <laughs> like that. Oh, baby, you want me? <laughs> Love you, Josh. All right. So the next song's mine. Had, had you either of you guys heard the song before? No, yes. I had not. Mm-mm. You had? Yes. Uh, it's Wet Sand by the Red Hot Chili Peppers off of Stadium or Stadium. This song is a fucking kick in the balls. It's so good. And I had no idea what it meant until this, you know, putting notes together this last week. It's 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 so fucking it's like unlike any red hot chili pepper song you've ever heard. And that's what I love about it. Yeah. That, it, by the way, before we get into the song itself, that whole album was really good. Stadium Arcadia. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really, really. I mean, that, well, that see, was, and, and, and that, that's the difference with John Frusciante in the band. Like he is so good for that band. And their next record, whenever it's supposed to come out, he's back on. Oh, he is. I didn't. I didn't know yeah. that. Huh? Yeah. yeah, this week in rock. <laughs> uh, but it's it's a. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, he's he he so fits this band. Amazing, like like just the melodies in this song and the guitar at the end like you want to talk about it a solo that makes you cry i just i think i always prefer the slower chili pepper song so like wet sand um under the bridge soul to squeeze i just versus like the give it away kind of more in your face by the way uh uh, californication that yeah shit like that yeah 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 well in 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 those later years you know like the post uh uh, one hot minute thing they they did a lot more of those you know more introspectful songs yep. you know uh, uh but this song like i remember yep. when when i got this cd uh lo and i was were you know driving to work together and this was the song on that album that me and him just both fucking like oh fuck this is amazing i thought you two just listened to guns and roses when you drove back and forth Oh no, that was just that was like a like a like a month where we went through the Higgins Roads catalog. Do you remember when you great. do you remember when you used to uh you when you did that and you would listen to me on the radio when I was in Jacksonville and you'd be like, Hey, say this at the end of your newscast and then I'd do it just to get you guys to laugh. <laughs> I also remember, Sean, uh you being on that uh the Peoria podcast that uh you know, when podcasts first became a thing when radio shows would put them on podcasts. Yeah. And uh, uh, Mark Lane Luciano, mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I love listening to that show. Yeah, it was a fun show. Yeah, 
Yeah. And when you when they would let you interact more than just the news guy. Yeah. Like, God damn it, that made me so happy. Well, the thing that still that I still don't live that I still can't live down from that was when I was on Nancy Grace and mm-hmm. uh, and she came on and said uh, said let's go to sean newell news director at wmbd radio you know and she said that in her little twang and they used that as my news intro for like the next year every time it would be like okay and then they'd play that and she introed me doing the newscast so i still i still have people ask me about that at least once every couple of months wow that that was a huge fucking deal mm-hmm. sean i know uh, it was yeah <laughs> <laughs> when you were on nancy grace i i fucking like I remember, like getting home, you know, like the DVR was set to record it, nope. and then I had the VCR set to record <laughs> it on videotape and everything. My but personal to- favorite, my personal favorite story out of that though was George Hamilton because he didn't know I was going to be on there, and he was just randomly watching Nancy Grace drinking <laughs> a couple of beers oh. at home, and he about <laughs> shit his pants. <laughs> that just, That's I mean, awesome. I loved, I loved that story because he was like, I think he really thought that maybe he drank too much or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyhow, wet sand, Stadium Arcadium. Uh, <laughs> I had no idea. Like Lo and I have loved this song forever, and I had no idea what the fuck wet sand meant until looking it up. You know, it just the shallowness of this this person that he's singing about, like like their depth won't form in the wet sand. Like water rushes up and nothing nothing well it's i mean like wet sand you can kind of form anything out of it but it's just going to go away Mm -hmm. like it's not it's not permanent it's not real yeah but but like the song is called wet sand and and it's only said like towards the end of it right uh but but like everything leading up to it like just the way he sings it the guitar the bass the drum you know chad smith like it's just outstanding yeah like like i can't believe this wasn't a single the rhythm section's on point i mean it just absolutely is yeah yes yeah, yeah. Uh, they kind of know got... what they're doing yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you think after a while they, they figured it out yeah and 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 and, and i i talked shit about the uh well i did talk shit about it but uh, uh like by the way or not uh i'm with you and and the getaway the two albums with josh klinghoffer are actually decent albums, but they're such a different dynamic with with John Frusciante uh, in the band and and this song and 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 with uh, uh, with the vocals too of the song. You know, that, yeah, at the end of it, right before that guitar solo, which makes me cry every goddamn time I hear it. It's it's just it's just so powerful, like the build up to it. It's just amazing, immaculate, perfect, just wonderful. Yeah, no, it was definitely a good addition. I like this one. Do we just have one song left? We we do, and I did want to point out, Sean, we did not do uh, Weekend Rocket. Like, well, we'll, we'll do it at the end. And then people, oh, okay, people perfect. Can, people can turn it off if they want to, or they can keep listening. We're, and we're an hour and a half in. We might as well just, just yeah. keep it rolling for as long as we want at this point, so... So, um, no, the last song on our list is a, is a chicken foot song. Sammy Hagar's band from like 2009 to 2012 with, it also had Chad Smith in it. So I'm assuming you might've put these two songs together because of Chad Smith. Am I right? I partially. And I also wanted to break up the, uh, uh, the two, you know, not mad enough and good life. 
songs yeah. with lap dance and then lead into <laughs> incredible guitar solo and then yeah. Sean needs Sammy, so we have to end the show. <laughs> he's Sean. doing a ton of he's doing a ton of interviews right now because of the uh, lockdown sessions album, but he's not he's not responding to our interview requests. And frankly, I'm a fan. I, have I told you I put in a request to his management? So did I. Like so a couple us, of months. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's been a few months ago now, but it's still not. I, I probably I, I, put I in another one. I mean, you know, know. <laughs> Richie, fuck you. If Richie gets Sammy Hagar on this goddamn show, well, it's gonna I'll be it's gonna be Sean and Richie's podcast. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> I'll drink tequila the entire thing and just be a fucking asshole and then quit right there at the end if Richie pulls it off. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, this is. <laughs> This uh, this last song that we're going to do that we are going to get through is is from the uh, second album of Chicken Foots from 2011. This song's called Different Devil. Um, it's kind of along the same vibe, sort of as as a couple of our other songs. But um, this song's more about you know <laughs> when people get to a certain point in a relationship and they say. I want to be with somebody different that it really isn't necessarily always worth it because you still have the same problems a lot of times because of your personality, <laughs> you know, which isn't really necessarily wrong, you know, as long as, you know, it's not necessarily the other person's fault. But the the part of this song that really kind of gets me, and I'm not sure that I, I like it in a good way is the part that basically says you go do what you want and I'll still be here, you know, to come back to once you figure out that whatever you're going off to isn't as good as you think that it is. It's kind of the anti good life. Yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, you know, like like uh, like he told in the good life that he was like, "I'm done with you." You know, go on and do it. They're like, oh fuck, I don't, I don't want to be done with you. And and in this one, it's you know, but, but it, this is a a very common like stage when you when people are going through a breakup, especially if they're the ones getting dumped. Mm-hmm. That they go through the oh you'll come back I'll be here I'll, I'll you know I'm, I'm gonna pick up the pieces when when you need me I'll, I'll you know you'll see you'll see oh yeah oh absolutely goddamn movie yeah the 100%. thing I like about this song almost more than the words is the um is the music in the song I think the music is on point in this song you know talking about rhythm section it just it's it's a very it's got a very good flow to the music and then the words like i said i i like the song i don't necessarily overly love the meaning of the song to say yeah i'm gonna stand here and wait and you go do what you will i think it's i think it's a little bit as richie said i think after a little bit of time you eventually say no this is bs i'm not going to do this when when you know when we joke about my feelings about sammy hagar is you know like he kind of you know falls into the corny shit you know like he'll write a rock song you know, like he should have in the eighties or seventies or something like that. Uh, and 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 this is a great song. I mean, musically, it's a great song. But but this this one kind of falls in that same trap. Like the uh, everybody wants some strange. Mm-hmm. Like like that line right there kind of killed the song for me. Yeah, like it's like the third verse of Lap Dance. It, <laughs> yeah, Lee Harvey. <laughs> everybody wants some strange. But ultimately it's a great song and and like you said sean it's musically incredible Mm -hmm. like like this band that they put together and 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 i'm looking at the notes now again the the other the other thing before you go to that another line that another part of the song and usually i don't rip 
Sammy songs apart as I'm as I'm doing with this. But this one overall, like the song, just have some issues with parts of it. And the other part that doesn't make sense to me, it was like a really good lyric that he wanted to throw into the song that doesn't necessarily fit is there's a sweet dark angel on my shoulder singing in my ear from the backside of heaven with all her glory. Salvation's here. It doesn't fit the rest of the song at all. I was just looking at that. And so so I think that part of the song, the song is that, you know, he's talking about who he's currently with. Mm -hmm. Like, like I got over whatever we had because of this sweet, dark angel, you know, that was maybe the reason we broke up sort of thing. Like, like it was, uh, uh, you know, going back and talking to uh, about the, if you think he'll treat you better than I do turn around, babe, I'll be right here waiting for you. But there's a sweet, dark angel, you know, that, that, that whole sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, no, this is a, yeah, this is, this is, it, it's a good song. It's a fun song. I enjoyed listening to it several times. Uh, you know, I, I actually like Sammy Hagar now. Uh, Mastakila side, but, but yeah, like the. Yeah, I liked the song. I really, I spent quite a bit of time trying to figure out which Bon Jovi album it was off of. <laughs> And this is why he'll never be co-host. <laughs> I expect it from D. I expect better from you than that, Richard. That was fucking good. <laughs> was it the later country albums, or was it like- <laughs> yeah, it was like like post New Jersey. It, yeah, it was after uh, Hootie and the Blowfish had hits, so they were like, okay, fuck, we got to do better than them. VH1, come on, VH1, God. Oh, I love you, Richie. <laughs> oh, we, we knew it was going to come up at some point. So on that note, um, <laughs> should uh, we do, should we do, this would be where we would normally end the show and talk about what we're going to do next week. We don't know what we're going to do next week yet. We'll figure it out. So, um, uh, you know, just tune in again next week. But we do have some stories, some, as Dennis referenced, the weekend rock earlier. We were talking about, you know, maybe talking about some music stories. And so if you want to stick with us, go for it. If you want to shut us off, you probably did that a long time ago. So, um, uh, Richie, you had, you had a story that you wanted to bring up. Richie, apologize to people for turning. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I never say I'm sorry, but that's that's kind of my brand. Um, I think Sean, that you're, is, you're that saying is on, that is on brand. Yeah. Yeah. I would go with that. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. You, you were, you were saying you, you thought I had a, a news article, a news, yes. a news tidbit. Yes. I, I do actually. And I, I think this is one that'll be very important for Dennis. It, uh, it seems, you know, a song that he very near and dear to his heart just got some, some credit this week. It was, it was recently uh, a little while ago, it was called the, most downloaded song of the 20th century but then this week it actually became the second song um ever to to reach 1 billion downloads on spotify you know so it's it's kind of that that high level song the only the bohemian rhapsody was the first so i mean it's it's on par there it's it's up at that level and and dennis the uh well, go ahead is it, is it a pearl jam song it's not i was shocked i thought it was gonna be a pearl jam song <laughs> wait 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 is it a chris cornell song no, no, but but okay. it's it's hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it a Beatles song? 
It, it it's not, and I that really shocked me. Should I play no? It? Should I? Play but it, it is near and dear should, to your should heart, Hardy. Should I just play it? I yeah, I think you should. Okay, okay, stand by, stand by. Why? Why I look this up? You'd think that I knew what this was or something. I think I'm just like being psychic right now or something like that. Talk amongst yourselves. Here it is. Yeah. Yeah, Remember, it. most downloaded songs in the 20th century <laughs> and only the second song to hit a billion downloads on uh, our streams on Spotify. That That's... Do you pay for Spotify, Richie? I don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't even... Like, until we started this show, I didn't pay for Spotify. I never listened to it. Oh fuck you. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> oh man. It took him I fucking hate that song. <laughs> the fire of a thousand songs. Like that's that's how much I fucking hate that song. Every time I hear it, I feel like I have to go parallel park somewhere. <laughs> Badly. Badly. Are we recording? Yeah. 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 Yeah, this is going out to the masses. Yeah. With your Why uh, Gaga's yeah. dog. Yeah. She got her dog back. She did get her dogs back. And her dog walker still got shot. But he's alive. Fucking insane. That's crazy. Oh I don't understand what you would want somebody's dogs for that bad that you would shoot well, the no, dog walker. It's, well, it's what the hell are you going to do with them? Reservoir though? dogs. But what are you going to do with them? I mean, it's really. reservoir dogs. It's, you know, the fucking, that one character just you know went nuts and shot the guy. And like, oh, fuck, this is becoming a thing now. And, and everybody else is just like, fuck it. You know, like, we, we, we gotta go back to it but it just doesn't make any sense nor does this conversation uh, right now but that's okay <laughs> yes. uh, uh, so uh, with nothing making sense that's a good segue we didn't do a show last week we didn't do this playlist last week because of uh, my situation uh, life got in the way uh, we don't have a lot of listeners but a lot of people enjoyed that my mom was a part of it and uh and she'll be a part of it you know soon but uh but we lost her she's not she's not with us anymore uh and 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 i put it on instagram a few people that reached out to us like i appreciate that so much and and we'll bring her back eventually but uh it was hard it was a tough couple of weeks but i'm happy to be back with 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 sean and, and even with you richie uh, <laughs> uh, and doing this and getting my mind off of this this stuff but uh she loved the show she loved you guys uh, uh she loved being a part of it and and so yeah, thank you to whoever reached out and 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 mom, this is all you know, for you. Well, you know our condolences for you and your family, D, and and uh, we do hope that doing this show with us at least gives you a little bit of a a reprieve from what's going on in your life and have a little bit of fun. And I think we've had a little bit of fun the last hour and a half or 
probably close to two hours. Four hours. I'll have to see how much of it I have to edit out. We'll see. But but anyway, no, the best to you guys and you know the the listeners and everybody else are are rooting for you to have as easy of a time as possible in what's a very 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 hard time. I have no doubt. So let's end it there because um you know I think uh, that's about the the best place that we can we can possibly end it and we'll um uh figure out what we're going to do next week i'm sure we'll come up with something fun be it a regular episode or if we have have some sort of a, a theme or something like that but until then we'll see you next time here on Shiny's i don't good tape i don't have your dog lady gaga <laughs> anymore i want you to know it's over well bye <laughs>